Hey guys, it's me, Hyrulean. Sony made me fucking mad, and today I'm here to tell you about it and tell you why. Sony is a fucking piece of shit company. I'm just kidding, I'm not gonna be that mean to Sony. I gotta give them some credit where it's due. My PlayStation 5 and my controller were still in warranty, so I'm getting my controller fixed for free. All I had to do was pay for shipping, but I'm going to tell you guys today about my experience trying to get my fucking DualSense controller fixed by Sony. And I want to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this. I have only had my PlayStation 5 for going on half a year at this point. I think I'm just past the five-month mark. And I've beat Miles Morales on it. And otherwise, I have not beat another game. I've been playing God of War on and off. I've been playing Persona 5, The Royal on and off. I have not beat any other game. I've probably put a total of maybe 100, maybe 200 hours onto the system. So it's a third pillar console for me, which means if there's something that I don't that I don't that I can't play on my PC and I also can't play on my Switch then I get it on the PlayStation 5 in that case you can think of games like The Last of Us or Ghosts of Tsushima or the Spider-Man games that's the only reason I have a PlayStation is for those like cool exclusive games and so when I say that I have not played the PlayStation enough that my controller should be fucking breaking I mean it I have not dropped my controller. I have not been rough on my controller. The worst thing that my controller's gone through is it's gotten a little smudged up on the back, a little dirty. Uh, And it's not even, like, because I've made it super dirty. It's because it's white. It's showing, like, dirt because it's white. Um, Which, I don't know why Sony had to make the fucking controller white. But I, I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, But let me tell you guys about how this all started here. So I boxed up my entire fucking PS5, and it was a really big hassle. And I hauled it over to my friend Keenan's house because I wanted to show him the PS5, and I wanted to show him how cool it was. Um, And I don't know if it happened before I brought it over there, if it's something that happened when it got dinged in transport, or if it's something that happened between one of us like it finally breaking uh, while we were hanging out. But I was showing him the PS5, and he was kind of not impressed. And I showed him Astro's Playroom, and I was, like, trying to show him how you, like, pull down the trigger, and there's, like, springiness and stuff like that. And he was acting like it was really not that great, which I don't know if it was broken at this point or not. Um, But when I did eventually take the controller back and boot up God of War to show him God of War, I kept accidentally pressing the trigger down, and attacking with my axe and I was like what the fuck and I really thought I was like surely it's not been that long since I haven't played this game I must remember the control still right I'm not just fucking stupid Um, but no as it turned out I was just resting my finger on the trigger and that was enough to push it down and make it activate so, essentially, what ended up happening with my DualSense controller is the spring that controls the resistance on the trigger itself has gone out. 
And if you're unfamiliar with the PlayStation 5 and its special controller, basically the controller has all the same gimmicks as the PS4 controller. So it has a speaker, it has the touchpad, um, and now it has a mic, and it has like Sony's version of HD rumble like the Switch has, and it has these things called adaptive triggers. And these adaptive triggers basically allow the game to make it either harder or less hard to press the trigger down depending on the circumstances and the needs in the game and what that allows you to do is if you're like drawing back a bow um you can make it so you you feel extra pressure and it's harder to push the trigger down the more you push it and the more you pull back the bowstring in the game or in like spider-man when you push down on the trigger you feel like no resistance and then you feel an obvious like bump when you actually activate your web shooter and it really it's like a little nuanced feeling in miles morales but it's kind of cool it's a lot less noticeable in miles morales than like uh than it will be in some of the later newer playstation games that are coming out i'm sure and it is in uh astro's playroom but it's something where like they can go anywhere from no resistance, which is basically what the Xbox One controller has, all the way up to like so hard to press down that you have to push with all your might. And normally when like the adaptive triggers are turned off, it's not on zero resistance like you might think. Um, because normally PlayStation controllers have had at least some resistance. So basically the dual senses triggers when it's not using the adaptive triggers mode is just as uh resistant to being pushed down as like a dual shock four it's like moderate but not nothing if that makes any sense so basically what was happening is this spring that controls the adaptiveness of the trigger must have gone out and the trigger still functions as a trigger but it has zero resistance. So I found myself accidentally pressing it constantly. And it was really, really annoying. And in games where it uses the adaptive triggers, like Astro's Playroom, there was no effect. And that's part of the reason why I think my buddy did not seem so impressed with Astro's Playroom, because I think he was just kind of pulling the trigger down with no resistance. Um, but it made the controller feel really awkward to use. And so it kind of marred his first experience with the PS5, I think, where it could have been a lot more intriguing um, and a lot more, like, premium than it was. And so needless to say, my DualSense controller is now broken. I cannot use the triggers and, like, the special functionality of the triggers in games that support it. And I am very pissed off because I've only had my PlayStation 5 for about five months as I mentioned before, and I've barely played any PS5 games on it. I literally have Miles Morales, and that's it. That's the only actual PS5 disc I have, and it's the only native PS5 game I'm actually playing. There's, like, the the remaster of the original Spider-Man game that came out on the PS4, which that's technically a PS5 game, even though it's just, like, a port with some enhancements. Um, but realistically, the only physical PS5 game that I have, the only true new PS5 game I have is Miles Morales. 
and that's pretty freaking crazy um but that's the only ps5 game with adaptive trigger support and it's very small amounts of adaptive trigger support that i've actually even played um and i at least you know want my normal amount of resistance so it was really annoying me and i'm kind of pissed off that i had my ps5 for five months and i'm already having to send it in to get repaired um at least the controller obviously nothing's wrong with my main console yet knock on wood um but let me talk about the process of actually getting getting it repaired so first and foremost i've dealt with nintendo support when my joy cons started drifting i've dealt with microsoft support when my uh, windows pc deactivated windows when i upgraded my motherboard one time i was on the phone for two days one hour each day with Microsoft getting a new Windows 10 key figured out um, because mine shouldn't have deactivated because my computer was, you know, legitimate and it was a legitimate license that I I had purchased. Um, And I dealt with Nintendo during the whole Joy-Con drift fiasco. After they started doing the free repairs, I sent it in almost immediately. Um, And... Honestly, out of the three big gaming companies, Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, Sony by far has given me the worst customer experience. I, like, do not believe it. And that's, like, a big point for Microsoft for me. Even Microsoft did better than Sony did. And Nintendo did better than all three of them. First and foremost, I could not even check if my PS5 and, by extension, its controller were under warranty still on the website which is kind of like a no-brainer feature you should be able to put your serial number of your ps5 or your controller into a little like box and hit go and it should be able to say yes your ps5 is under warranty uh and we are covering all repairs or no your ps5 is no longer under warranty because all i wanted to know starting out was if I spent the time to get through to Sony and set up a repair for my PS5 controller, was I going to have to fucking pay for it? Because if it was going to be enough money to just get it fixed, I was just going to buy a fucking midnight black PS5 controller and call it a day. Um, but no, there's no way to check. And so I was like, all right, I'll go through the steps and I'll chat with them on the website using the online chat because nine times out of ten the online chat is sufficient for simple things i'm pretty sure in the past i've actually got logitech to send me a new mouse when my mouse broke by using their online chat portal so i don't i really don't know why sony couldn't do anything for me but we'll get into that here in a little bit sorry just taking a sip of my water here so um Basically, I went on the Sony support website, and I was expecting to see, like, a call link right on the front page, like, call this number if you want help, or click here to chat with a representative, or something along those lines. And it was there, but it was under, like, at the bottom of the page, and you had to click a couple things to make the contact options show up. Um, And when I did click any of the contact options, before it would let me really do anything with them... I had to fill out this survey. And this survey was basically like, all right, which PlayStation device are you having trouble with? Like 4, 5, 3, Vita, PSP, etc. 
and I clicked five and then it said the console or the controller and I clicked the controller and then it was like uh is it the buttons or the sticks not working and I said the buttons is it all the buttons or just one and I said just one and then and then it asked me like is the controller charged because the reason the the trigger might not be working is because the controller might not be charged and I said uh yes it's charged and then the the website was like well you want to use a fucking paper click clip to hit the reset button in the little hole on the back of the controller and I said sure I already know it's broken but yeah I'll do it and I did it and of course it didn't fix it um so I hit no and then it was like all right now reset your settings on your PlayStation 5. So I had to go through and reset all the settings that I went in and tweaked when I first got my PS5 uh, to the defaults and it restarted my PS5 and I had to re-put in my Wi-Fi information and plug in my controller with a USB cord to make it connect and nothing, did not fix shit. I could tell as soon as I turned it back on and it just, it wanted me to do the first time setup on the controller and it did not connect it well it didn't start working the trigger was definitely broken and there was no resistance still um but yet i still followed all the steps and i did all the steps the website asked and it said okay it seems like your problem is a little more severe than anything software related so why don't you give our support number a call click here to contact us and here's the fucking catcher. I clicked here to contact us, and it just spit me out back to the front of the quiz. And it was like, it asked me the same fucking questions. I clicked through the quiz so many times, thinking it was sending me to the wrong page on accident or something. But no, it was sending me to the right page. I just had to scroll all the way down to the bottom. And it was like, I already saw the footer to the website, so I assumed that it was like, not on this page or something but it turned out it was on this page when you scrolled the middle content moved but not the footer the footer stayed place stayed in place um so eventually i clicked on a chat even though it said it was software support only and i told them about my problem and they said all right call this number and so i called this number and it was like okay it's closed because i guess saturday and sunday it's closed So I waited until Monday and I called about an hour after they opened the call center and a robot voice on the phone, which I had to click a bunch of options on the phone and a robot voice on the phone said, we're experiencing higher than normal call volume and we currently cannot accept any, accept your call. Goodbye. And it hung up on me. No option to wait in a queue no option to be on hold, no option to give a call back, nothing. It just said, sorry, we don't have enough help to help you, bye. (laughs) So then I called back today, and I called right as they opened the call center, and it said, your call is very important to us. We're experiencing more than high, high, higher than usual call volume. We'll call you, we'll, you, you should be up next in less than 10 minutes so i stayed on the line for 30 minutes and nobody answered um and at this point they did actually ask if i wanted to do a call back about 15 minutes in or so and i hit no because i was like all right i waited 15 minutes i'm just gonna fucking wait at this point um and nothing for 30 minutes so i hung up and i went out on twitter and i dm the playstation support and they just said 
all the same shit. Did you do all the software shit? Yes. Okay, it's probably a hardware issue. Call this phone number. Um, so I called the phone number again, and it said on the phone, your estimated time is 60 minutes. Please stay on the line. And so I didn't have anything better to do. So I set my phone down, I shut off the screen, and I had it on speaker, and I was muted, and I booted up Skyward Sword, and I listened to the fucking hold music for an hour and 30 minutes on hold while I played Skyward Sword, and every fucking three minutes it would go, your call is really important to us, make sure you go to the PlayStation website and try your luck there before you talk to us, and then it was like, or you can tweet us on Twitter. And I was like, I did both of those things, and you just told me to call you from there, so why are you telling me to go do it again? Um, and so eventually I got through. After an hour and 30 minutes, I was just playing Skyward Sword. So much shit happened in Skyward Sword, it was insane. Um, and once I did finally get through, uh, it was this guy, and he was definitely working from home. And he was breathing into his mic so hard, he was like... <gasps> And he was like, hi, PlayStation support, how can I help you? I was like, yeah, my controller's not working. And he's like, did you do the software reset switch? And I was like, yes. And he's like, okay. And he started to say, like, reset your settings. And I was like, I did that. I did all the shit on your website, please. I just want to talk to you. I wasn't too mean about it, I swear. Um, And he's like, okay, we'll set up a service repair. And then he was breathing into his mic, his mic some more. He was like... And he eventually emailed me all the information I needed to get my controller sent in and told me after 10 minutes on the phone that it was under warranty and I would not have to pay anything to get it fixed. Except, unlike Nintendo with the Joy-Con drift where they assumed full responsibility and they basically just sent me a shipping label and said, all right, send it in, uh, Sony said, well... You can send it in and we'll fix it for free, but you're going to have to pay for it. And so after talking on the phone and being on the phone for over an hour and 30 minutes, I found out that I was going to have to pay for a shipping label, but otherwise I could send in my controller. And in 10 days or less, they would have it sent back to me and fixed. Excellent. So that's what I did. And man, oh man, am I excited to get my controller back. I... I've been wanting to play my PS5 recently, and the fact that I can't play it or I'd have to use a DualShock 4 to play it just bothers me. I just want to play the PS5 and have it actually be the PS5. Um, and to make matters worse, somebody in my family has an Xbox now, an Xbox Series X, and they're like, oh, you're, 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 you're PlayStation 5 broke, huh? Wow, great quality. And I got fucking made fun of, guys. What the hell? I seriously had such a better customer service experience on Nintendo's call center with trying to figure out my Joy-Cons and getting them fixed after they were drifting. I literally called them. I, in the the first menu on the phone, had the option to, like, talk to us about a hardware issue. Click press 5, and I pressed 5, and I was immediately sent to a person after maybe about 20 minutes on hold. And they're like, all right, your Joy-Cons are, the sticks are experiencing issues 
we'll email you a shipping label, print it off, put your Joy-Cons in a box and send them to this place and we'll fix them up and have them back to you in seven days or so. And I did it and a week later my Joy-Con came back they were cleaned and they were like brand spanking new and they had new sticks and it was great. Um, Sony needs to get their fucking shit together. That's the moral of the story here because even Microsoft helped me resolve my Windows 10 license issue over the phone and even though it took an hour on hold and I had to call twice they figured it out and they way overdid it and like way overly helped me they didn't just reactivate my windows they gave me a whole new Windows 10 key in case this happens again they were really really helpful and I feel like the same experience that I had with Windows will apply to anybody who needs Xbox support as well Sony needs to get their fucking shit together. I don't know if it's just the PS5 is not available in stock, so a bunch of people are calling and asking about it or what. But I could not... I should at least be able to figure out if it's under warranty on the website without having to do any guesswork or looking at all this, like, 10-page document to determine if my console's under warranty. And it's just nuts and sony needs to get their shit together and i honestly have very strong feelings against the playstation 5 right now i'm not exactly feeling buyer's remorse but i'm not exactly happy with my purchase anymore sony's gonna have to do a lot of shit right to win me back after this they're gonna need to release some fucking banger games to make me think that it's actually worth it because the ps5 in november will have been out for a year and there will maybe maybe be three PS5 games that are actually worth playing. At least that's more than the Xbox, which is going to have one game at the end of the year. But, you know, it is what it is. That's all my rant is about today. Sony is Sony. If you're thinking about getting a current-gen console, just fucking wait. You really don't need one. The PS5 barely has any games. The Xbox barely has any games. They can both play the PS4 and Xbox One games respectively, and the Xbox Series X can play even more than that, which is great. But just play them on your current, or your, I guess your last-gen consoles. Just playing, play on your PS4, play on your Xbox One, and just wait. Maybe late 2022 will it actually be worth purchasing a PS5 or an Xbox Series X. And maybe by then they'll actually be available and you won't have to like dedicate your time and effort into actually buying one. Um, but folks, that's all I've got for you. Thanks for listening to Bonus Points. Have a great day. Woohoo! Friday!